Today's episode is sponsored by one of my favorite rap labels, Front Row Regal. Started by my good friend Rock City Mark, legendary rapper Ito, and Jay Rios, they are the go-to for real hip-hop. Make sure to check out the whole team, including DJ Duop, Jay Black, Nice to Future, Boo Boo the Prince, Reno RX, and Uop Diggs. Follow Front Row Regal on all platforms and check out the new New York by Ito and DJ Duop out now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So for on the third try, thank you for coming on, man. I really do appreciate your time. Nah, no problem, homie. Thanks for having me. What's good with you? Not uh, just chilling. I actually, it was funny. We were before talking about, we, I think we did meet at the 38 birthday show in Syracuse at that, that, uh, it was at that crazy ass alien opera house where, uh, venue. Yep. 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 The alien opera house. That's exactly where it was at. Yeah. Shout out Rock City Mark for putting that together. Yeah. That was a dope show that night. That was a, yeah. Ito was there. Special was there. Yeah. Even at that show. Matter of fact. Yep. And the live band and all that, that was dope as fuck. Hell yeah, that was a mean one right there. That was a good one. Mark always put together good shows, though, man. Shout out to God Mark, man. For real. He has such a... He just hit me up on Instagram one time, and he's like, if you're ever in Rochester, pull up. I had never been before. And now I feel like it's like a second home. Got you. That's what's up. That's what's up. But something I really fucked uh, with about you, other than your music, is you're like, like, you got the mask on, the the air of secrecy and stuff. So that's why another reason I didn't hit you up about the podcast first, because I was like, damn, does he, like, keep it, uh, like, does he keep it behind the scenes? What's up with that? So the whole mask, the whole thing about this mask is just, like, take away everything else, right? And just listen to these fucking lyrics, you know? So... So many people get caught up with this shit and the chains and the watches and all that shit, man. And that really be that really be a cover up because they don't really be nice lyrically. You know what I'm saying? So you got to give them every other reason to fuck with you, besides why they really should mess with you, which is your aura, your lyrical ability. You know what I'm saying? Who you are as a person. So I'm selling them great God. That's it. And I'm selling them great God. And I'm selling these poisonous ass bars that I'm giving them. That's that's what I got for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you catch me with my jewelry and my chains and shit on and all that, then, you know, sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. But I really just want the concentration to be this this, this death by bars. Yeah. You don't give a fuck about the other shit. Nah, uh-uh. I really don't because I, I had all that other shit for so long, man. Like, <laughs> I've been riding in the best of cars, having the best jewelry, been known to get the flyest of the fly, so... All that other shit don't matter now. Like, just listen to these bars. That's it. Yeah, because that's something I realized about getting farther into this is, like, really an artist is only as successful as what how they are as a businessman, you know? Right. Like, right. the art should speak on itself. You should be able to handle your life separately and not have that affect the art that you're putting out. Right, yeah, yeah. Now, you got to definitely be a real businessman in this in this game, like I've been in the game for a minute, but it's like, I've really just adapted and learning the real business. You understand? And really nailing down the business and, and then also treating relationships with a business mind instead of a homie aspect too, you know? 
like not expecting others to do what I would do for them. That's that's for for this month, 2023, the year to God. That's that level seven shit that I be throwing up. Listen, I'm not, I don't expect nothing from nobody. Like, like if you throw me the alley, you cool. If you throw me the alley, I'm gonna probably crack the backboard. But you feel me? Yeah. If I don't get the alley, but it's it's just like, you know what? I, I don't I can't expect nothing out of you, you, you clowns anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like no, a lot motherfuckers of think that it's they're deserving of anything other than the hard work that they put in. Right. Right. That's all I want to do is put the work in. If these dweebs alley oop me, then they do. If they don't, they don't. I don't want to be friends with them no way. You understand what I'm saying? I don't want to hang out with you. I don't smoke. I never drank in my life. I never smoked in my life. So I don't want to drink with you. I don't want to smoke with you. I definitely don't like the same type of women that you like. You understand? So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, let's just get the work done. And that's that. That's how I look at it. You always had that mindset or is that something that you adapted over time? So the mindset of, of ex, you know, not expecting from somebody else what you would do for them, I had that mindset for a long time, but I really just embraced it more because I watched the people cheer me on when they thought that I wasn't going to be serious. So then I was getting mad alley-oops. Oh, come do this show. Come do this. Da, ah, ah. Now, guess what? Now, now, now it's like, oh, I didn't even know you put no album out. I didn't even know you had no records out. I didn't even... You understand? You, I'm not getting them same alleles because you know they they know that it's coming around. They they gotta hear them footsteps. You know they looking they looking back. They might be in first place, but they looking back and, and great God is on their heels right now. Yeah. So so now so you know I I said in the bar I never wanted the crown and it's the reason why they pray that they, when you down they pray that you come up. You know what I'm saying? But. And as soon as they see that you got wings and you about to fly, that love hurt turn into hate and they shoot you from the sky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I'm, you know, once, like I said, when I was on my way and I was telling them, like, yo, son, I'm about to get busy. I'm about to, I'm about to take this shit 100%. I'm about to get out the streets. I'm about to just do just this because that's very important and doing just this and, and, and just honing in on one thing. They probably thought I was joking because. I've been saying that for so long, you know what I'm saying? So now it's like, oh, now nah, he's serious. Oh, hold on now. The the guys that I praise is praising him. Oh, hold up. Oh, you know, feel me? They yeah. they they seeing those comments from Alchemist, from Rock Marcy, Jalen Rose, and all of these other different people alley-ooping. And now it's like, oh, no, nah, well, he don't need to alley-oop no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When Just, did you, you know, take yourself seriously? Say it again? When did you take yourself seriously and make that choice for yourself? Uh, I made that choice for myself last year. And, and to be honest with you, my, my man, PR Dean from Brooklyn, you know, I'm, that's, that's my guy. He told me one day, like, yo, son, I'm ready to quit doing music. So he usually just do, like, he does, like, the e all my email blast, the PR work, right? So when he told that to me, it, it hit my heart because it was like, damn, boy, like, what you mean you ready to quit, man? This shit ain't, you know, don't nobody take it serious. So I said, I vowed to him at that point. I said, you know what? We could take this shit over, man. We could make the underground look way better than it's looking. We could bring the women to the underground. And I'm going to be serious, son. And, I, and when I promised him that I was going to be serious, I've been serious since that day forth. You understand? Yeah. And then, I, you know, so besides PRD, and I just, plus I just want it, Buck. Like, I want them to know that I'm so much more 
of an elite MC than that than, than, than what than what's out in the world right now. Yeah. Nobody. I feel like I'm better than everybody, bro. I feel like I, I feel like my only competition is my homie, which is Benny. I feel like that's my only competition. Besides that, I'm gonna wrap circles around these dudes, and I've been doing it. You have been, and it's, it's uh, that's crazy what you can accomplish in what like a year. Like you said last year, like two years of taking yourself seriously because you have done that. <laughs> Whoa! And no one's. <laughs> No one who isn't moving, hard, working hard is happy to see a hard worker. Nah, that's right. That's right. Oh, that's, that's a mean one. That's a mean one. Yeah. What's your connection to seven? So every so so the seven is the god, right? So my, when, I'm just gonna my birthday is seven seventeen ninety-seven. So triple oh, sevens were oh, always got, my you got three sevens. You see, so my connection with seven is in, in, in the uh, nation of gods and earth. Number one is knowledge. Number two is wisdom. Number three is understanding. Number four is culture. Number five is power. Number six is equality. And number seven is God. So everything, I always drop my music. Like tomorrow, I'm dropping a record on the seventh. Or either I drop a record on, on uh, the 16th, which is one and six equals seven. Mm. The year that we in right now is 2023. 20, Two and three is five plus what? Two is what? It's my year, Sam. I'm telling you, like this, it was supposed to happen right now. Yeah. You know, Allah, Allah is the best to plan it. So don't nothing happen when we want it to happen. It happened when God say, it's time for you to get it. And it wasn't time for me to get it when I wanted it. It was time for me to get it when I could handle what was getting ready to be given to me. Yeah. When did you find it? What, just just the, the, the whole having knowledge yourself and all of that? Yes, yeah. Uh, 1992. Yeah, like I had knowledge of self for forever. Like my my uncles and them came up like you know with. I've been coming up and, and then came up around having people that had knowledge of self in five percent is pretty much my whole adult life. You understand? So I I kind of got it by 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 default. So you know the knowledge the the, the knowledge came and then you know after that I kind of took it into Orthodox Islam and. You know, so my principles and my and my and my and my ideas and my way of life is a little different. You know, mm -hmm. as as bad as I, I I you know try to make it to stay on the right path. Of course, we all you know take a straight, we all take a left and a right of the path. But I'm back on the right path now, and that was the reason that I don't that that I I, I didn't put out a lot of music too because of I was trying to balance. Damn, what do I give them? You know what I'm saying? Because you don't, you can't be held held accountable for that in which you don't know. But when you do know and you do the opposite, then you know that's you know punishable by death. That's that's a thousand times worse than being able to say, "Damn, my bad, I ain't know." You understand? But when you know and you do the opposite, so that's what I was going back and forth with. Like, damn, what what do I give them? But then I said, you know what? God know my intent, so I got to give him my life. But I'm gonna just give him the pros and the cons that come along with everything that I endured in this lifetime. Is it hard to move? Like, you do want it to just be the art. Is it hard to be, like, did you not want to be in the public? Did, do you wish you could be behind the scenes and just create, like, um, or do you want shine? Do you want spotlight? I mean, I don't mind the spotlight, but to be honest with you, even when I was in the streets, like I said, I never drank or smoked. So even if I'm in the club, I'm way in the back. I'm watching. 
my surroundings. I'm watching everything. I've never really been in a predicament in my life where I could afford to slip because I had so much responsibility, especially when it came like to hustling at the level I was doing it. I had a big responsibility. So I could never be in a position where I compromised myself or compromised the people that I was working with. So the shine for me, I never really wanted to shine because I had real old heads that told me that ain't what you want. You don't got to buy out. Don't put, go take that car back. Remember like in Goodfellas, bro? When yeah. he told when they took the money, he said, man, take the car back. Take the furs back. Take all that shit back. So I had an old head around me that used to be like, nah, man. Like my, my Kasim is his name. And um, he used to be like, nah, that ain't how you do it. You know what I'm saying? That don't do it that way. So I never really wanted the light. I would step out and 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 when, especially when it, when when rap came into play, I might throw on the chinchilla, I might throw on the chains, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that never really was me though. It still ain't me because people say to me all the time, like, yo, God, my man called me the other morning, like, yo, man, why you don't be putting your cars on the on the on the on, on your Instagram, man? You gotta make your stories better. Why you don't you you got all these different relationships, you got cars and this, and I'm like, damn, bro, like I done did that shit for so long. I think that. Like, it don't mean nothing to me no more to do that. Like, to show you my crib and show you my cars tonight, it's like, okay, and and, and, and what? Because everybody doing that. So I figure I'm just going to show them the talent. I'm going to just show them these bars, and I'm going to show them what, what authenticity would really look like in its truest form. Yeah. People who flash usually don't have it like that. Like, all the people right. who I know who have it the most, are they, they are low-key with it. Right, right. I mean, that's the goal, man. You, you, especially like, like I said, when you in a when you in a different life in a different realm, you don't really want nobody to. I would rather you think I was broke. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When I when I moved when I moved upstate and I when I moved to this college town called Syracuse, I was mad when they found out that that when other people that I didn't want to know found out what I was doing. I told them I went to SU. <laughs> I was moving like I was a student. You understand? I was running around with my pea coat on. I'm looking like turtlenecked up. I, I'm, you know, but that's why I was successful at what I was successful for. Cause I'm not in the car, stiff arming my the car. You understand? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not in the car getting high. I don't got my front seat in the back seat. So if I do get pulled over, I'm giving them every piece of knowledge that I got. And a lot of times they're not even gonna ask me for my license or nothing. They gonna tell. They gonna tap the top of the car. And say, Yo, man, keep it moving, man. Because the car is going to be immaculately vacuumed. It's going to be detailed. I'm going to speak to them the right way when I get pulled over. And that's just what it's going to be. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's 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 how I move. Do you like that? All right. This is going to be a weird question. Let me just, like, get through it and see if yeah, you know what I mean. When I, it's weird when people come up to me and say that the podcast has helped them because the podcast is super personal to me. And not, mm-hmm. it's not all interviews. A lot of it is like personal stuff. And that's weird because I feel like the universe tells me I have to put shit out. It's not right. like I want people to be listening to it. Right. Do you feel that way with your art? Like you have to put it out or do you enjoy that people like it? I enjoy that people like it. I enjoy that, that, that these records is really resonating with the people. I, I enjoy reading my DMs. See, and that's another thing too. I don't ever want to get big enough, bro, to where I can't respond back to my DMs. So I, I love it when they say, yo, bro, that record, visit the room that got me through my big, God. I love that. 
You understand? I love the fact, I love it when they say, yo, God, like, I really, like, I went through that same thing, man. Like, I put your records on in the morning. That's motivation. So, I, you know, I, I like that. And, and I don't never want to be too big to where I'm not being able to see my DMs or I got to have somebody else work my DM because I feel like that they fuck with great God because I am personable. Yeah. You know, like when I get a DM, I, I'm, I'm probably going to leave you a voice memo. If you tell me you like the music, I'm probably going to nine times out of ten, I'm going to leave you a voice memo and be like, yo, God, I appreciate you. You understand? Imagine, imagine, let's say Drake was your favorite rapper and you DM'd him and he, and he left a voice memo. Nobody's doing that. I hope that everybody that I send a voice memo to is keeping them because guess what? Them voice memos, you're going to be able to have that for life. That shit is about to be worth something. And then it's just, it, it, and it's just personable for me. I know how to connect with people. And it's like, nah, man, I, I appreciate you because I really do appreciate that you bought it or you download it. And then I, I appreciate the way that you digest in the project and you letting me know like, oh, I like this and I like that. And I like, you know? Yeah. When was the first time you realized you were helping people or helped someone? Um, so I feel like I've been leading the league at alley-oops for so long that I've been helping people forever, bro. Like I was helping people when I wasn't even helping myself. So to put to to, to pinpoint when that started, I couldn't even, I couldn't give you a realistic time, but yeah, I couldn't do that. Like I've been like, that's, I feel like that's what I'm here for. I always say, man, I'm here to, assist and aid others, man, and then help myself along the way. It just so happens that since I started uh, putting this music out, I said, you know what, I'm going to help myself solely. And whoever else come for the ride, they come for the ride. But I'm I'm, I'm going to really concentrate on great God. What type of kid were you? Oh, uh, mischievous kid. Um, just bad, man. Like, you know, getting whoopings every other <laughs> yeah. every, every few days. Mama bringing that strap out or that extension cord. Like, I remember my mother got some brand new level furniture, man. And, and, and I was, I still to this day don't know why, but I went and took a knife and I cut up every last piece of the furniture. Like, and you know, like, and and a lot of people ain't have no level furniture in their crib. So now we got the furniture in the crib and they got gray tape on it. Like just stupid shit, man. I don't even know what I was mad at, but I was, you know, so I was always a kid that just wanted to just be into some shit. And then when I got a taste of a different world that I wasn't really, you know, used to, then, you know, it just went, it went all the way left at that point to where it was like, nah, you know, my mom ain't got to buy me school clothes because we going in the polo store and we stacking up 20 pieces like this and we running the fuck out, you know, that type of shit. So yeah. my mom Dukes didn't have to, you know, I'm gambling in school, getting kicked out of school. I, I'm, uh, she come home. I got the, I got five dudes in the basement. We gambling in the crib. We we gambling in the, in, in the bathroom at school. Like, yeah, man. But, you know, in school, like, like grades wise, I did all right. I wasn't the best, you know, I wasn't the best academically, but, uh, you know, mom Dukes was there, you know, my step pops was there. And then later on in my life, I reconnected with my father who lived in Rochester, New York. And, uh, you know, that's, that's my guy, man. You know what I'm saying? So we got a great relationship too. So, but, you know, just 
on the kid note, just just real mischievous, man. Doing a lot of stuff I ain't had no business doing and didn't even have to do what I was doing. That's that's who I was as a child. Did you did you have an idea of who would you would be at this point? Yeah, you know what's crazy, actually. Um I had a radio station that I was working at in high school, right? And this and the dude, I don't know how he put two and two together. Maybe my little sister might be posting some pictures on, on Facebook or something. And he sent me some old footage when we was in there and I, and it was me on the footage talking about like, yo, you know, I'm gonna be a star, da da da, and talk about the music. And everybody around me in that clip was like, oh no, he, yo, he gonna be a star and this and that and this and that. I'm like, oh, that's crazy. So I, I feel like I knew when I was fairly, when I was in high school, I knew, you know what I'm saying? I was already that guy in high school anyway. I wasn't the coolest of the coolest. It was dudes that was, that was it, it was another crew that was, you know what I'm saying? Like they was them guys. I ain't gonna lie. They had they had everything. They had all the cars and all that. I had a couple cars in high school. I switched up the vehicles like two, three times. I had like two two cars in high school, maybe two or three. But uh, it was dudes that had you know what I mean. They they was really getting to that bag, that that sacky chair. They <laughs> was, was really getting to that sack. And I wasn't I wasn't part of that crew. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't gonna lie to you. My this like my man uh Cisco Burton. You know what I'm saying? I looked up to them. Like, you know what I mean? It was this dude named Sterling, Shannon Lawson. They had 850s. They had 850s running around the city. You understand? Kenny Darren. They had they had gold Dayton's and all that type of fuckery back then. <laughs> I was I wasn't in that. I wasn't in Rick Randall. My boy Rick Randall, he had all, yeah, they had different shit going on, God. So I was in the probably like the next tier. So I was like a what you would call like a, a C list uh they was A list, God, and I was like, <laughs> I was like a B or C list. You know what I'm saying? No, I was D list at my school. I got, I was very lucky. I had good grades, so I got a full ride to the school that was uh, literally like billionaires and kings and shit. But I was like yeah. full tuition. I was like, damn, these kids are getting like ten thousand dollar allowances and shit, and yeah. fly into the weekend. I got my, you know. I ain't you got had to pull Tui, huh? <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> That's crazy. What That's made crazy. you not chase being a star if you knew you were going to be one? Um, so I was I was in Iowa, right? And my man from Brooklyn came to visit when I was in school, right? And he changed everything. <laughs> he, <laughs> He brought that Manny Pacquiao on the campus. <laughs> he came to visit. He came to visit, fuck, and he had that Pacquiao. So I'm like, yo. So we start selling weed, right? And then next thing I know, I wasn't going to class. We was thumbing through all type of money. So now, at that point, so now I, I, I go back, and I'm in Brooklyn now. So it's like, damn, I stopped going to school. Um, and we were just getting too much bread. So that's when the arrogance came in. So now I'm running around. Too I'm much seeing, bread. Too much. Too You're much. looking too much. Oh man, I ain't going. And, and a lot of people will embellish their story, but if you ask somebody about Great God, Great God is the one that was wearing Iceberg when Jay Z wasn't wearing Iceberg. And I'm not talking about one Snoopy. I'm talking about we going in and buy. It was this place in Cleveland called Mr. Albert's. 
Ask somebody to ask Mr. Alberts who great God is. And I'm talking about buying six, seven sweaters at a time. I'm talking about, I said this in the record. I said, I said, uh, watching me get dressed is like watching the Cartoon Network. Shaggy chasing Scooby-Doo across my sweatshirt. And listen, that ain't just on the weekend. Got to see me every day for a month before I'm repeating. So, we, you know, we were just getting too much bread. Me, Luca Brazi, you know what I'm saying? On 145th and Broadway, my, my cousin Luca, that owned Gumbo. He'll tell you, we was getting so much. It, the, the, so we was looking down at rappers. The rappers that we was, that, 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 that we was around was coming to borrow chains for their for they video shoots. The rappers that I was around, I would, I would go to the club and I would see the rappers in the line and I'm getting walked down the middle of a, a 27th and 11th at the tunnel. And I'm looking at, I'm like, oh, that's such and such. Damn, I just saw this dude on BT. He, he, where's the chain at? Where the car at? I'm watching them catch cabs after the club. So when you when, when it's like that, you like, oh man, this shit is fugazi, man. I don't want nothing to do with no rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell your AR what he want to talk for. The money he tried to give me already is in my sock drawer. You understand? So it, it the, the arrogance was at a whole new level. It was different. It was just too much money around. Like I was when I would when I would see Nori and them in speed in in, in uh in uh not speed, the Latin quarters. So the Latin quarters was on 96 in Broadway. So you had to go up these steps, these long ass steps, like kind of like belly. Like imagine going up these steps in slow motion. And then when you get upstairs, you see everybody. So I go in there, man, we got furs on, iceberg on, and I'm seeing the rappers and I'm like, oh man, they don't got nothing for real? Like this is, I'm appalled. Cause I'm hearing them talk crazy in all of these records. I'm hearing about all this money and shit. And I'm like, oh man, these bro, they, oh, they fronting for real? Couldn't believe it. And I never want to rap after that. I, 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 I did rap, but I never want to be, I just knew like having a record deal was like, for what? Yeah. Like, nah, I'm bringing my own cars to the video shoot. I'm letting that people wear chains for, for photo shoots. And K Slay and I'm gonna tell you, man, shout out to the God. Rest in peace of K Slay. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to the God. He'll tell you. He'll tell you. But uh, you know, what the documentary is coming out soon. When I take this mask off and I decide to unveil, they're gonna be like, okay, it makes sense. <laughs> When's that coming? He he ain't lying. <laughs> so uh, the mask is going to come off. This let's, let's set the stage. Six, seven thousand people in the audience. I can't see nothing because it ain't nothing but lighters up. You understand? Me, probably Rock Marcy, Knowledge, we probably on stage. And then we're going to say, yo, turn these lights down, man. I'm going to take the mask off. And then the documentary going to start playing in the background. Yeesh. That's what that's going to look like. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then when I turn the lights back on, Sam, they're going to say, ah, we should have fucking knew, man. We've been bamboozled. <laughs> We've been bamboozled, man. That's, that's what they're going to have to say. Because they it ain't no holes in my story. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I think as rappers, we all embellish. I might have said I had 12 birds when I really had 10. But <laughs> at least I had 10. You know yeah. So they're gonna be like, oh nah, son, what he talking about. He yeah, nah, that shit is real. I remember when he sold my man one and came back and took it the same night. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he yeah, he's an asshole. 
Was that the plan all along? Um, was what the plan? That moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That moment is the yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. And that was that has been the plan. It has been the plan. It's gonna happen very soon too. You know what I'm saying? I want to I want to invite you to the show in Brooklyn on the 11th this Saturday. Oh, the, I will be there. Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll be oh, there. You coming to the show? That. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Thank you so yeah. much. It's going to be a very, very big announcement at that show. When do this come out? It's going to come out after us. Yeah, this will probably come out after that. Yeah, so yeah, it's going to be a big announcement on on the show, man. And uh, you know, it, it's it's it'll be good to have you in the building. God, I'm glad you're coming through. It's going that's going to be a great night. I'd be honored. Yeah, no, I can't wait. Yeah, man. That is going to be an incredible show. I was just talking to Knowledge about it the other day. Oh, man, shout out to the God. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Knowledge is the same in a lot of ways, man. He, yeah, he, yeah, he, he just waiting for somebody to try some stupid shit at the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was in Chicago, right? <laughs> Chicago, and somebody was trying to get rock autograph, right? And Rock, you know, Rock is very humble. Shout out to the guard, Rock Marcy. He very, very humble. He like me, man. He humble as shit, right? So somebody trying to get his autograph. <laughs> and he, but he was a little bit too persistent. He was, he was on his shoulder like a uh, like 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 he was a pirate and he was the bird. Oh no, nah, no. Nah, yeah. so he, so he kept he kept uh tap dancing and tapping on his shoulder. Acknowledge told him politely, like, yo, God, hold on. See what I'm saying? Hold on, hold on. Then it went to hold the fuck on. Then it had to, then it went to, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> it went to, the, all you heard was a pillow fight. Like, nigga, fuck, I told you. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. so at that moment, I said, oh, yeah. See, that, that, cause, cause had I had been around a little bit longer around the crew, that's what it would have been for me too. But I'm like, oh yeah, this this gonna work. This gonna be a we're gonna it's gonna be bad things happening on these tours, man. <laughs> <laughs> People are wild though with the running up and shit. It's like you don't <laughs> like nah, nah, they different. I ain't gonna lie, man. They different. I, I'm I just tell the story. I met Conway when I in like 2016, following him outside after a show, and I'm always go, "Don't ever do that." Like I was stupid for doing that. And what happened? <laughs> it worked out. I think I was so just nerdy that he's like nothing. Like, and I'm not a bad. I'm never too pushy. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. People, so it worked out. But you can yeah. never, people are wild with that shit. Yeah. So you from Buffalo? No, no, I'm from Massachusetts. I, I grew up in Massachusetts. Yeah. Oh, so you really be traveling to do? Oh, I. My I, car, respect, I put ninety thousand miles on my car this year. I respect you even more, God. I thought you was Thank from you. up. I thought you was from upstate somewhere. No. Oh, if we were, if we were three hours within each other, I would have driven to meet you. But I, I'm just in. I'm literally. I'm not even in Boston. I'm in this small city called Fitchburg. Pittsburgh, okay. It's okay. where OT, you know who OT the real is? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. He yeah. grew up in the same city that I did. Yeah, small, small, like, dirty city in Massachusetts. Yeah, he another fire spitter. I like something. Yeah. yeah I do. Yeah. Going back to that, what was your craziest purchase when you had too much money? Oh. I had the chinchilla that Frank threw in the fire before he did it. <laughs> yeah. And I will wear it. And, and, and 
One time, one time, Brazi was talking crazy. Shout out to Luca Brazi, Taliban, Luca Brazi, uh, Mr. Gumbo. We was going to a club, and he was like, "Man, I, I was about to leave my, I was gonna leave my coat in the car." And he like, "Oh, you ain't getting no money. Ah, I, I what you gonna leave your coat in the car for? You scared somebody gonna take it?" I said, "Man, ain't nobody taking nothing." And I jumped out in the rain with my chinchilla on. <laughs> <laughs> it's and all it was, afterwards. Yeah. Hey, look, it was it was matted down a little bit, right? So I jumped out in the rain. I was talking crazy, like, "Yo, boy, I just spent seventy on this joint," and because my joint was to the ankle, like it wasn't. I'm gonna send you a picture, and I want you to blur it when this part come on the podcast. I'm gonna send you the picture, blur my face, please, God, <laughs> and I'm gonna show you the chinchy was down the the bottom of the chinchy was on my Timberland tree. You heard? <laughs> he wasn't. It, I'm not talking about the waist limp. I'm not talking about a thigh knee limp. I'm talking about he was dragging. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z shit. Do you know that's wild? Because I've never even seen a chinchilla in my whole life. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So that I think that was the stupidest purchase. Like that, I don't even know why. Like because everybody was trying to one up each other. Like my 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 cousin Shay Shay, he had the mink. And and then you know everybody had foxes, but you know it's the difference when you first shopping though, because the furs come in pieces. When when you could get a, a cheap one, when they just put mad pieces together, we had full meat, you know, full pieces. So it was a little different, but that probably was the dumbest purchase besides besides maybe cars and shit. You know, shit that just depreciate that, that as soon as you drive it off the line, it ain't worth shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you regret yeah. those purchases or do you look back at that as a fun time? I look at I look back at that as a fun time because now I can say, see, y'all talk that, but here go the proof. Anything that I talk about, I have documentation. I always ran around with a camera. So I could show, I could show and prove. So I feel like that that is a part of my history. That's a part of my story because they could talk about that work and they could talk about it. But then, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Damn, playboy. Where the fuck is the hum at? You know, you, you, you got to give them that look when you be like, what? You was doing what? I didn't, I don't know you for doing that. I was in that town. If you was doing that, you would have been working with me for me or you'd have been tied up somewhere. So I know what you would do, what you did, and you ain't did. You understand? Yeah. I just look at it as a testament to where, when I when when that documentary come out, and we and they talking all of them stories, and the boy's still glowing like Leroy, and I can show you all of the all of the things that I talked about. You're gonna be able to see them on camera. No Photoshop shit. They'd be like, okay, now that 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 it, it, you know it solidifies everything that I said. So I ain't mad at it. And that's why you kept the mask on, and that's why you want the art to speak for itself. Because when right. the reveal comes, it's all part of it. All pays off. Yeah, it all pays off. And I don't want them to hate me out the game either. I don't want them to get to hating and and and, and blackballing. You know, these people is crazy in this game. The rap game is one of those games where don't nobody, everybody feel like for you to shine, you gotta, you know, if if I shine, it's gonna put out their light. So. Mm. But well, what you don't know is if I put a lighter, if, if if you light your lighter and I light my lighter, right? And we turn the lights off and we got two lit lighters up, right? If I put yours out, do that make the room go any brighter? No. You got to shine together, Paul. I we fuck with the heavy. Yeah, we got to shine together because me putting out your light ain't going to make mine shine no brighter. Yeah. 
Shout so, out my boy Lee, man. He 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 gave me that Jew. Hassan Johnson. Shout him out. It's my god brother. I fuck yeah. with that. So I I'm a stand-up comedian and I see comedy and rap in the way where it's one person on stage, so they feel like they're more important. But right. I don't get I don't get the slices of the pie mentality where there's only so many. It's like if you fuck with me, we can both shot. It's like as you right. said, like if you help, we can help each other up instead of just right. You think a con? You think any business or country is built by people trying to like keep hoard hoard knowledge? That's not what happens. You have to spread that shit. You gotta spread the knowledge, man. And then you know that's what having knowledge itself come in at because uh, the model is to each one teach one. We teach the babies, and the babies teach the the, the the friends, and then the friends it trickles up. We don't teach. We don't. You know. So yeah. that's how it goes. You know, but people will. Hold the knowledge, man. Like that's just how it go. We've been taught at some point in our existence that we can't share the knowledge. Like, how could you be stingy with knowledge? There's people that I could call up right now and be like, yo, I saw you with Sway. Yo, you think you could call them for me? They're gonna say they gonna call, but they never gonna make the call. Yeah. Why not? Yo, boy, what happened to your what happened to your word, first of all? If you say you're gonna just say you can't do it, make up an excuse. Say I don't mess with something like that. Yeah, but that's the same thing with people bragging when they don't really have it. They just have the picture of it. It's not like they took right. a picture with they took a picture with them. It's not like they're hanging every day with them. Right. Like, they right. took a picture with the car that they rented for the day. They don't own that shit. For the day that you ain't gonna never be seen in again. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, man. So yeah, the rap game. That's the only. That's one thing that I despise about the rap game, and that's why I really don't deal with industry dudes is because. You know, if I tell you I'm going to do something, man, I'm going to do it. And you may have to remind me a couple of times because I got a lot going on. But I'm going to do it. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And more importantly, I'm going to do it nine times out of ten without you even asking me to do it. You know how many people I done put in my story? I got 800 people watching my story on a daily basis. If I post something, it's going to be 800 people watching. I It's so many artists that have been in my stories. So many artists. I, I don't I don't get in nobody's story except my fans. But all of these artists that, that I done put in my story, like, yo, they're they, they not throwing that alley-oop back. But I do it because that's what that's who I am. You understand? I know that I'm going to have what I'm supposed to have regardless to whom or what. What Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala got for me, can't nobody take from me. So I'm going to throw the alley-oop regardless. Even when they start hating, I'm going to still throw the alley-oop because that's just who I am. It's natural for me. I'm going to come down, I'm going to shake a little bit, and I'm going to throw the alley. You yeah. know what I mean? And I got a mean jump shot. So when you know that you, you know, when you know that you nice to yourself, you can throw as many alleys as you want. When I know I can come down, dribble, shake you, go to the hole, and dunk, why not? I can still throw the alley-oop. You understand what I'm saying? Because I know I'm I know I'm dead nice regardless of whom or what. I don't even feel like that me throwing you an alley. I don't think it's possible for you to, to, to block my shine. I fu- I like that a lot. I like that a lot. How do you feel this is a this is a change of subject, but how do you feel about drinking and smoking? Like you've never done it, but how do you feel about it? Um so I so I've been around people that drink and smoke, obviously in the studio all day and night, every day. I feel like drinking, I feel like this is about smoking. I used to tell, tell my homies like, yo, God, why you just don't light the money on fire? Why don't you just take the money out your pocket and light it on fire? 
And my man was like, yo, why you say that? I says, I said, listen, you taking the money, you rolling it up, you setting it on fire, and then you're not even enjoying the high. You going to sleep after you get high. I don't understand what the point is, my man. So for me, I just feel like it's like, damn, boy, you got somebody that needs some money in the prison. You got some JPay you could be paying. You understand? You could be buying somebody a tape. You could be sending your man a book. Like, you smoking an ounce of weed every week, my man? Like, it just don't, to me, it don't make no sense, but I've never been high before. So maybe that that's probably why I don't get it. But for me, it's just, it's just frivolously spending money. And I'm not really into just spending money just to be spending money, you know? Why didn't you do it when you were younger? So when when I was younger, my uncle, my uncle uh, Tommy and my uncle Larry, both of them was just like, you know what I mean? They they just they they just told me that that wasn't cool, you know, and they was cool to me. To them, I looked up to them. You know what I'm saying? I looked up to my uncle Tommy. He was a boxer, and and I looked up to him. And he, you know, when he said it wasn't cool, it wasn't cool. Now, when I get to the point where I'm in high school and I'm telling the females like, nah, I don't drink, I don't smoke, they're like, what? You don't what? And I'm like, nah. They're like, ooh, that's sexy. So now at that point, when you get that reaction, why would I ever do it? <laughs> yeah. When and, and, and they're telling me, I've never met nobody that said that. And I'm like, oh, so I'm different. I'm a unicorn. It's copy. Say no more. Heard you. Yeah, I'm not drinking. Then once I get in my 30s, it's like, it's just too late now. Like, if I ain't did it all this time, why start now? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I like to be able to just say that, man, I'm just, I, I just like to know that I'm in the room and I got something that, that I could be, I could say something that can't nobody else say nine times out of 10. Yeah. It is the minority. Right. I I do. So I try to think about like why I smoke. That's a, that's a good reason you have the story for it. Like right. I was so anti-weed. And then when I was like, I don't know, 13 or some shit, I saw my dad get arrested on a, a weed charge. Oh, you was in the car? I was not. I was in the house. <laughs> you kicked out the blinds and they was, they had him. You know, a family cut. member snitched on him on some weed shit. And I was nah. at the house when he got arrested. So I was like, damn, weed is horrible. And so I stopped. And then when I hit like my 20s, I started smoking and I haven't stopped, yeah. but it was like the, uh, I do. It is funny how when you think about how much money you could have spent on it, uh, how much money you spent on it, the burning it is true. You are literally nah, burning the money. Nah, it's literally burning the bread. I'm like, nah, man, I could get. I mean, I really got homies that I love that's locked up. That, that my man Louis Vuitton, Armand Perry, like he's been locked up for years. Like I could, I could be sending him something, you know. So I ain't, I don't, yeah. I just, I just find other things to do with the bread. That's all. And then, like, you know, people will be like, oh, nah, yo, boy, you would be crazy. If you writing that shit sober? Imagine if you got high. I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm cool. I could, I, I, I could come up with this fire regardless. How do you find your muse? Like, to create? So, so creating for me is, so, like, like you, I'm a comedian. Like, I just never did it on stage. So I'm always thinking of some foolery. You know what I'm saying? I'm always, I'm always thinking of the slickest bars and the ah, ooh, that's dope. That's crazy, you know. So I might write a few bars down in my in my in my phone periodically throughout the day. But it really is the producer, like when producers like like Thanos Beats and, and Big Spoon and and Sapuda and Alcatraz and them man, when they send me some records, uh, whip beats. 
when they send records, they send me directly to, I'm talking about as soon as I hear it, if, if in the first five seconds, if I'm ready to go to the stool, if I'm not already in the stool, they, that, that's my battery pack. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't, that's the jumper cables. They put the shit on my back. Oh shit. Where this booth at? I'm trying to get to the booth fast as I can. So, you know, that's, that's all I really need in the booth, man. I just need a quiet space, a good aura around. But a lot of times I record by myself. A lot of times I wake up six in the morning and wake up at the guard hour, 7 a.m. every day. But a lot of times I wake up and just get to record. It might be four or five in the morning. I made some of my best records. Damn. Then a lot of times when I'm traveling, when I'm traveling, I don't really listen to music. So a lot of the records I'll be writing on my steering wheel as I'm driving and shit like that. You don't listen to music when you drive and shit? Nah, uh-uh. You want to nah. be in your head. Yeah, man, I'll be, I'll be thinking and, you know, plotting and, and, and you know, trying to get my, my situation together. And, you know, just thinking about a lot of things, man, you know. I got yeah. a son that, this, that recently got locked up and, um, you know, he be on my mind heavy. So I just be liking to have a clear head while, while I'm on that road. Absolutely. So if I Sorry listen to, to something, if I do listen to some music, it's probably some some 80s R&B or it might even be some 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 70s shit, some Sade or some, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some shit that, that, that I could really learn something from or I could draw some inspiration from, more importantly. Yeah, I don't think people see music as a drug as much as it is and how readily available it is. Like, no. if you're just listening, like, I need to force myself not to listen to music to give myself time to meditate, to give myself time to, like, get in my head. Because I could just be listening all the time and never right. have just me time. Right, right, right. Yeah, now nah, you, you got to definitely make set. I would encourage anybody, man, set some time of to the side for just that you time. It's important, man. Yeah. It'll, it'll save you from getting in a lot of bullshit too. You know what I'm saying? Like just having time to reflect in general is, is a good thing. Uh, Going back to our earlier convo when you were like, nah, rapping's corny. Like, I don't want to be that. What made you change? What made you be like, I do want this again? Um, Benny. Benny, Benny made me feel like that I wanted to rap again. Um, I, I've been I've been a fan of Benny for a long time, and when I saw him, Westside Conway pull off what they pulled off, I said, "Oh man!" But in particularly Benny, man, he just was going so crazy, and I just had been waiting for 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 lyrics to matter again, and just so happened, somebody that I call a friend or somebody I call a brother. Is at his pinnacle, you know what I'm saying? He was he. I don't even think he reached his peak yet, but he damn near. You know what I mean? He 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 he. You know he amongst the elites. Yeah. So when I, when I saw the God do it, and I know his story, I know what he's been through. You know, jail and you know the streets, and you know we got a very good friend of ours. That's a mutual friend and brother, uh, DJ Shay. May he rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace to Shay. Um, I just said to myself, like, damn man, the God taking off. He he doing it. And, and 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 I said to myself, you know, like, nah, nah I, I I want the world to hear me too. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. they listen to the lyrics again, I got something for them. So, but yeah, that's what it, to be honest, that's what it was. It was son. How'd you meet Benny? It's so crazy. I was wondering at this, a couple, I think I, I, I either met Benny through Shay or I met him through Mike Pratt. Uh, Mike Pratt is a, a, a promoter in Buffalo. So when we used to go to Buffalo and we used to run around with the CDs and take our joints to the mom and pop stores, 
he was him and, and, and my man Happy from Happy Entertainment. You know, they was like them guys that, that would take you to the stores. But I met Mike Pratt first. He was like running around. Um, and, and he knew all of the stores from Buffalo to Chicago. He knew every, if it was a gas station selling a CD, my boy knew where it was at. From Buffalo to Chicago, you, he knew every nook and cranny. He knew what laundromat had a CD desk in it. <laughs> like, let, he knew he knew what trap houses had CDs in them. You buy a bag and get a and, and get a uh, CD. Yo, he knew all of that shit. So, um, either he introduced me to Benny or Shay introduced me to Benny. One of the two. Yeah. How did How did you meet Shay? So, uh, I met I met Shay just going back and forth to Buff. And we went to a show. So the first time I got booked for a show, um, I got booked in in Buffalo, and that and and uh, I met Shay at that show a long a, a while ago, and um, yeah, man, me that's that's my god brother. You know, we 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 looked out for each other. We 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 went on road trips. You know what I'm saying? And you know, that's 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 very very good positive brother. Man, it was like. Like I miss him calling me, talking about, "Hey, brother Taj." You know, he used to call me brother Taj. You know, that's my guy, man. But uh, very, very humble, very, 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 very great guy. That I really wish that he could be here to see not only their success, but the success that I believe he wanted for me too. You know? Yeah. Why yeah. do you think he was such a positive, big influence on a whole scene? Oh, because. Just his aura. He was just magnetic. Like in the nation of uh, gods of earth, we say either you magnetic or you not. Either you draw people in or you don't. He was a person that that'll draw you in. It's not. I, I don't think I, I, I. Matter of fact, I know and I know for a fact I've never heard nobody say nothing bad about Shay. Like, I, like it's rare to be in the streets and don't nobody got a bad story about you. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never yeah. heard nobody say nothing bad about the god. So Shay. Um, he's just magnetic, man. He just got a, he, you know, he, he, he got a welcoming spirit. He got a great aura. He's willing to help, you know, and, and, and like he said in the interview, me and him was a lot alike because I always had a studio in Syracuse. I don't know no rapper that rapped in Syracuse that I didn't open my doors to. Shay was that kind of man. You understand? And a family man. So we had a lot of similarities, but it just ain't nothing that you could say bad about him. Like, I don't, I never heard nothing. And, and I have, and I was in the streets heavy. I had my ear to the streets. I never heard like, yo, tucking your chains when you go to Shea Studio, he grind me, or or none of that. You know what I'm saying? It was just nothing. Like, and so he just just people loved it and loved and embraced him because he loved everybody and he really loved that city. Like recipes to my man Thump Mendoza. When I was running around talking about Thump Mendoza is the best rapper, he didn't have no problem telling me. Fuck out of here, Taj. Ain't nobody better than Benny. Ain't nobody better than Cannon. Ain't nobody. Ah, like he would go crazy. And then we'll dap up and we'll laugh about it. And that'll be that. You know what I'm saying? But he had that in his heart, man. He had in his heart that Benny was the best thing, the best ever. And then why? Like he had that in his heart way back then. You know what I'm saying? Like he he did. And he wasn't gonna make you wasn't gonna leave his studio without that Benny CD. You weren't gonna leave that studio without him talking about him, Conway and them. Like you just wasn't. So you know, it was nothing not to like about the God, man. He's just a, he this is a different, he a different, he different, man. He was a rarity, man. And he didn't have no hate in him. 
He had no hate in him at all. You asked me how that Conway meeting went. He was yeah. there. Shay was there. I got to meet him once. Okay. And I think that was the reason it went well is because he, I was about to leave and he asked me something about comedy. And that's when we ended up talking for like 40 mm. minutes. And right. he did have that energy. And I was very honored that I was able to meet him. Yeah. He gave, you, he gave you the right energy, right? He did. Yes. Yes. Energy is, the energy is, is so underrated, but it's, it, it, but it's so very important, man. Like even when you introduce somebody to somebody, the energy that you in, in which you introduce two people has to be right because yeah. then that other person knows, oh not nah, okay, I I'll spin you around fast. Like I remember I introduced my man to to one of my peoples in Cali, and he kind of gave my man a half dap. So I had to grab his shoulder blade, like, nah, I told you this is my brother, yo. Like he's this and run down his resume. Like you gonna, you know, so all of that matters, man. But you know, you gotta you have to have principles and you have to have a certain mannerism come with being that type of guy to say, no, nah, hold on, you bugging. No, this is my man. Yeah. And that's how Shay was about them boys in Buffalo. <laughs> oh no, Taj. We was on our way to, we was on our way to New York City. I never forget. I had a, I had an interview with, with K Slay and we argued for about an hour. Ah, uh, they ain't better. They ain't better. They nice. They nice. I ain't gonna lie. They 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 on fire. But nah, they ain't better than they ain't better than Sammy and Doza. They ain't better. And he like, man, get the fuck out of here. Nah, nah, play me something. Play me something. I'm playing them records. Ah, right, that's all right. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's just who he was, man. I, I miss him too, man. Word, man. Shout out to his family, his sons. And, you know, he, 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 I, I, it's, I could talk about Shay for two more hours. You, you ain't got enough hard drive space for me to talk about. <laughs> That's beautiful, though, because that shows, even though he is no longer here, the, uh, the, what he left behind is that nah. you could speak so highly about him. Yeah, man. Yeah, like he made a, he, he put a lot of people like B. Burton, like, shout out B. Burton. I could, yeah, like he's a, like B. Burton gives me, B. Burton is like Shay, you understand? Like the vibe. This, these are auras that you, these are auras that you don't really see, that you rarely get, especially in this industry. So when you get people like that, man, you gotta you gotta salute them, man. Shout you out think to you're born with good energy. I think that you are. I think that I think that you are born with good energy, but I feel like that if you got bad energy, it could be trans, you can you can. You could, pardon me, let me plug this computer up. You could get, you could change the energy in your aura too, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't feel like that. No, I don't feel like nothing is there to stay. If you, if you, you know, and it's never too late. I'm a prime example. I'm a product of it's never being too late. So I feel like that, yeah, man, if, yeah, yeah, you can change your aura. You can change your energy whenever you want to. It just got to be a conscious decision that, man, I want to be a better person. I was, a, I'm telling you, I was different. Especially in the streets, especially when it comes to hustling, I'm talking about no nonsense. Like I was a different, I was a different person. Very, very arrogant. I don't have an arrogant bone in my body now. I don't have a prideful bone in my body no more. I don't deal with pride. I don't deal with arrogance. I don't. I don't deal with none of that no more. So I know for a fact that you could change because I was something else. What do you have a plan for once the mask comes off? Yeah. No more rapping and, and shoot these movies. <laughs> no more rapping. You're done after that. Yeah, I ain't gonna take it off no time soon. But yeah, I'm a, I, 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 you know, yeah. After that, I'm gonna just do. I want to do movies, man, because 
in the film world, they want to help. They want to they want to give you information. They want to tell you how to get grants. They want to tell you this. In the music industry, they a, a dude might not even tell you where the studio at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you might yeah. ask, you ask a rapper some. Sh they don't want to. They're not gonna tell you the PR people that you need to to to, to flourish. They're not gonna tell you what 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 playlist to get on. They're not even gonna tell you about the playlist. They not you understand? Yeah. They definitely ain't gonna tell you to go sign up for ASCAP or BMI and get your get your tune core and get all you know get your Harry Fox and your publishing right. They gonna tell you I'll sign you and then they gonna go do it. It's a, it's a it's a it's a different world with this music, man. I hate it. But you don't think film is like that once you're in it? Nah, I've been in it. I got a TV series that 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 that, that four networks is bidding on right now. Real? Um, oh shit! What's that? No, about? no, literally, it's called Young Gods. Y o u n g g a w d z, but uh, man, I mean that literally. That ain't an embellishment. Um, in film, it's oh, you shooting? You need to borrow a lens. You want me to come be second AD? You want me to be assistant director? Do you need a uh? Oh, bro, I got I got some batteries here. I got lights. I got this. I'll come. In. Everybody want to help. In music, you ain't getting no help, man. You better figure it out the way you can figure it out. You better hope you got a B Burton on your team, somebody that done been through the war and somebody that can help you and, and don't mind guiding you to the right place and not charging you $20,000 to do it. You better hope you can get somebody humble like a DJ Shea or, or, or a B Burton or a PR Dean. You better hope, you better pray to get somebody like that on your team because other than that, they're going to charge you and they probably an artist they sell, so they gonna put their money on their thing, and they gonna go get you ten thousand bots, and and you gonna be thinking you popping, and when you come and when it comes time to do a show, it's gonna be four people there, and two of them gonna be vendors. <laughs> Why do you think that is in music and not in film? I don't know, man. Well, I, I would say what I was gonna say, but our people don't want to help. It's a crab in a bucket syndrome, and it ain't a lot of our people in film. So you do the knowledge. I just I say it without saying it. Mm -hmm. The All people right. that can help you in film don't look like me. The people that can help me in rap look like me, and they ain't gonna help. That's just what it is, son. They just they just feel like I ain't gonna do it, man. But like I said, like so being magnetic, I have attracted to be and been blessed to be around some of the right people. That's why I don't mind spreading the knowledge. I don't mind Ali, but I don't mind throwing you in my story. Like I said earlier, like, but everybody don't feel that way. Everybody don't think like that, man. It's it's a, it's a different world with this rap, man. Everybody want to hold, everybody want the crown. And they like, man, they, they trying to hold on tight and they know that they really ain't probably that nice and they, they don't, they moment ain't gonna last too much longer. So they got to hold on to it as tight as they can. That's why someone with 10,000 followers will sell out a vinyl deal, but someone with 500,000 followers can't, you know? Let me, I'm going to give you a prime example. Somebody told me, yo, you're not going to get a vinyl deal. You might need to do this, do a couple songs here, do do some music with me, da 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 uh, uh. Bro, I sold 280 vinyls uh, the, uh, the second day that I, that I did my vinyl deal with RC. RC. They told me I wasn't even going to get a vinyl deal. <laughs> they told me I wasn't going to get a vinyl deal. They told me that my artwork wasn't right. They told me you got to, we got to make you a collector and we got to do this and that and this and that. And boy, come on, man. I got 200 followers on Twitter. How I sold 280 vinyls. 
Congratulations. It's you understand what I'm saying though? Yeah, I do. Uh-huh. But if you but if you let if you let these people poison your mind and 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 make you think that you can only be popping with them or you know like nah, get so that way now you know that's the end of that conversation. We don't even need to converse no more. Yeah. And you just move, you know, you move on and you do you get around different people, man. They really genuinely want to see you win. And that's all it is about is finding, you know, finding the people, paying attention. What is it? Attention's the universal currency, only giving your mm. attention to shit right. that's necessary, people that's necessary. Right. I, don't, I don't do anything. My world's so big, but also so small because I don't give a fuck about anything I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> that's right. As you shouldn't. As you shouldn't. <laughs> it's what made you change your name? This is the, we're, we're wrapping up, but what made you change your name from Taj? Oh. Um, just first of all, the, Taj is my real name. So Great God is my attribute. So a Great God was just like a Great God was just something that I actually went back to. You understand? So it's like, you know what? I'm gonna come. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna reemerge. I'm gonna. I'm gonna come out this smoke, and I'm gonna start all the way over. I'm gonna start my Instagram over. I'm going to start everything over so I can watch my growth. I'm not buying no followers. I'm not buying no, no views. I'm not buying nothing because I really want to see my progression take place. And I really want to know that it's real when it's real. And are you happy so, with it? Yeah, I, I, I'm ecstatic, man. Shout out Rob Marcy. He he did a lot for that too. You know, when you get that type of alley-oop and that type of co-sign, then you know, that comes with that comes with a certain amount of eyes off the rip. You know what I'm saying? Just just from him being who he is. And um, yeah, man, I'm happy with it. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go in uh third gear. I'm like in second gear right now. I'm ready to go in third by like July, I'm gonna be in fifth gear. You understand? <laughs> yeah. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in second gear respectfully right now. I'm, I'm creeping up. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching. I'm letting them know. I'm honking the horn, letting them know. Yeah, I'm coming. Move over. You know what I'm saying? A couple people them got hit. Ran. I ran over a couple people. <laughs> There's a couple, but, but I'm getting. I'm getting ready to. I'm getting ready to run over about three or four more of the greats this in the next couple You're months. Sure it. <laughs> yeah, now I'm about to run them over, man. I'm tired. I'm tired, of, I'm tired of hearing the shit they're talking about. It's not solidified. We can't verify it. Get out the way. This is your year. What do you have planned? Like, what do you want to promote for the rest of the year? So this year, um, I'm just first of all, I'm uh, putting out the the half hour documentary for the Snow Day EP, and that's just really all the rest of the videos that kind of intertwine into a movie, a little like a short film. After that, uh, I'm working on a project that Rock Marcy is producing. Um, yeah, a fully produced joint by Rock Marcy, and then I'm putting out the God Talk EP. So I'm I'm putting out an EP every quarter. Yeah, you're working hard. Yeah, I'm going to put out an EP after every quarter. I mean, listen, man, like I said, I would be lying and I would be wrong if I didn't pay homage to what Westside, Conway, and Benny and them is doing. Because that 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 type of hunger and that type of uh, 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 persistence is what they did. And I said, and mind you, I don't care how, if I came before, if I came after, if I came in the middle, I'm going to always be a student. I'm going to always be watching and I'm going to always give, give the praise where it's due. I watch, I know that that's what type of, that's what type of uh, uh, criteria has to be met 
if you want to be in that, you know, in that upper echelon, if you want to be in them conversations, you better be putting that music out. Because you can either get angry or inspired. What the fuck? Like, which one are you going to choose? Right, right. Inspiration. All Every time, yeah. Every time. So, yeah, man, yeah. Man, thank yeah. you so much for doing this. And I can't no, wait I for the show. You. The show's in what, five days, four days? Four days, man. Brooklyn, New York, man, March 11th. Yeah. That'll be dope, man. I really do appreciate your time. This was an honor talking. Nah, I appreciate you, my man. Um, I'll let you, I'll, we'll end it there, but I'll let you know when I release it and everything. It'll probably be okay. after I see you, but, uh, okay. we can take some promo pictures. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, we get some promo pictures and get around. I'm going to bring you a, a God Brothers hoodie too. Oh, I would love that. I'd love that. Thank you. All right, my man. I'll talk to you later. All right. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 ye